right, we are recording. All right. Welcome back to Holzer Talk Podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Season three. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can you believe this is our third season? I know. It's so exciting, really. I know. I can't believe it. Time has went by so fast. Mm-hmm. Kicked off with our new CEO, Dr. Stout. Yes. Now we have a new, very important guest. We're so excited that she's here. Yes. All right. So we have... Carol Armstrong, mm-hmm. Human Resources for Post-Acute Care. Yes, ma'am. All right. I'm so excited. I know. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to tell the joke this time. Okay. okay. I've got a good one. The kids have been telling me this. So which is faster, hot or cold? I don't know. Hot, because you can catch a cold. <laughs> <laughs> It's a winner. Your kids That's tell cute. That's oh, I'm gonna go home and tell that to Elijah tonight. You need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll appreciate. That. I have to. I got to do that. <laughs> oh. All right, Carol. So our first question is just we want to know who you are. This season is called Humanizing Holzer. So we're trying to learn more about people, who they are, where they come from. You know, a little bit about their background. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh wow! You know that's what I've always that's one of my least favorite questions in an interview where they're like oh tell me about yourself because I'm like who am I (laughs) yeah like what do I say wait what do I do but um no this is a pretty relaxed uh environment so I don't feel the pressure as much but um as you all already stated my name is Carol Armstrong I am from Bidwell Ohio which is the center of the universe I don't know you I don't know if you all know that yet or not but I, I didn't. I did not. It is the center of the universe. I did not. I feel honored to work here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're in Bidwell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. Whenever I would go on vacation with my grandparents and people would ask, strike up a random conversation, they would ask, where are you from? And they'd be like, Bidwell, Bidwell Ohio. And they're like, where's that at? Is that close to Columbus? And my grandma was like, no, it's the center of the universe, universe of course. And I was like, I'm going to start saying that. There you Absolutely. go. But um, yes, born and raised right here in Bidwell. Um, I am a graduate of River Valley High School. Um, after I graduated from Valley, I attended Capital University in Columbus my freshman year, and then I transferred to Rio, and that's where I graduated from with a bachelor's degree in communication and an associate degree in political science. Um, after I graduated college, I just knew that I wanted to be a communications officer for the government, which is not at all what I ended up doing. Um, so it's very um, interesting when people ask, well, how did you end up in human resources? Like, I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of ended up there, I guess. I just kind of got into it. But um, yeah, so I graduated. Those were my uh, undergrad degrees. Um, and then I kind of got my feet wet with a little bit of everything when it comes to jobs. Mm-hmm. Um I've worked as a waitress, I've worked at a library, I worked at the municipal court in Gal Police, um, I've worked in the industrial um, cleaning industry, uh, I've done a little bit of everything, kind of, um, so I think that that really has helped shape and mold me and my views and outlook on things. Um, a lot of times I, I feel like I had a pretty strong um opinion about things until I got in these industries such as like the industrial cleaning um, industry and um, I think it's easy to have an opinion on things when you're from the outside looking in Mm -hmm. 
So I'm really thankful for all of the previous jobs that I had before because it really shaped how I view things and how I view life now. And I think that it's really helpful now um, in the role that I do uh, in human human resources and remembering that, hey, not everything is always what it appears to be from the outside looking in. Don't form an opinion until you're actually in it. Uh, but, yeah, so I have a six-year-old son. His name is Elijah. That's my baby. Um, and he is in some ways so much like me in other ways <laughs> he's not. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, one of us is not going to make it. But, um, no, he, he's a funny kid. He's a funny kid and he has a really, really sweet heart. He's, he's definitely a softy. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. I'm pretty proud of him that's my baby yes and their kindness I always say like with my kids when someone says oh my goodness like my daughter Zoe they'll say she's so much like you and I'm like why didn't anybody tell me I was so obnoxious (laughs) 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 I know that's terrible to say sometimes but there are times whenever I know it's like those traits that drive me crazy about her are me I'm like looking in the mirror (laughs) yes I was literally just like I was uh stating I think you were um getting some stuff together Sarah Lowry, <laughs> but uh, I was talking to the other Sarah, and I was talking to her about how uh, my son Elijah is such a talker, and if you know me, like if you know the real Carol, <laughs> you know that I am a talker. I love to talk to people. There's a reason why I got a bachelor's degree in communications, mm-hmm. um, but Elijah is so much like me in that in that regard. Like we went to Great Wolf Lodge a couple weeks ago. Oh, fun. Oh, and he did not shut up. He just <laughs> talked and talked and talked. And I had to look over at my boyfriend, Shay, and I was like, there's no way in the world he is still talking and he's still up. Like, how is this possible? And I just knew that after we spent the day in the wave pool and the lazy river that it was just going to wear him out. We get back to the hotel room to take a nap and to eat. No, he never took a nap. He talked the entire time until the rest of us just fell asleep. And then he was, I got up to use the restroom at one point and he was talking to himself. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I was like, it. oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, he gets it honest. But yeah, that's a, that's a little bit about me. Um, <laughs> so how long have you been with Holzer? I started with Holzer in October of 2022. So a little over a year now. Yeah. And your position is unique because you specifically work with the post-acute side. So what's that like? That is is definitely interesting. Um, I feel like dealing with post-acute and trying to meet the human resources needs of that division is definitely a different ballgame than what you would see in a standard healthcare system. Um, Just because with post-acute, you can't operate like a normal hospital or a hospital system typically would. Um, it, it definitely keeps me on my toes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but I've definitely grown uh, more appreciative of all of the work that the staff members and the nurses and the managers do within post-acute because it's definitely not an easy job, especially after coming um, off the hills of COVID. And I hate having to still refer to that. But I mean, COVID was very real, especially for post-acute. It was real for Mm -hmm. everyone, but it it definitely hit the post-acute division um, incredibly hard. So trying to bounce back from that Mm -hmm. um, and and trying to recruit nurses back into the post-acute division after a lot of nurses left, like 
dealing with uh, COVID really created a burnout in a lot of nurses, but especially nurses within post-acute. So trying to recruit them to come back, come back. <laughs> there's there's still more work for you to be done for to, or for you. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely been interesting at times it's challenging, but yeah, also at the same time, it's so much more rewarding. Yeah. So. That's awesome. And I, so Sarah has a background in post-acute care. I don't know if you know that or not. So she can probably chime in a little bit more, but I always find it fascinating. Like when she <laughs> chimes in and talks about post-acute and like listening to you, you know, talk about it. Like it really does seem like a whole different, you know, world. Everything is is different. (laughs) Regulations are different. Staffing is different. The requirements, and I'm talking about the SNF side. So Carol has a much broader range of post-acute because she has the assisted livings Mm -hmm. and hospice and home health. And I'm only talking about the nursing home and the skilled nursing facility. Um, But everything about how you take care of that person is different the moment they're admitted into the nursing home. Yes. So the staffing part that Carol has to do, I never had to, thank the Lord. But <laughs> she, um, but you know, we knew ratios and things like that. So she has a much harder job, I'm sure, trying to, because post-acute nurses are a breed of their own. Um. If you find a good post-acute nurse, they've been doing it a while. Absolutely. And they have seen everything. Absolutely. And they are gems. And if you can get them in and you can hold them, you know, in your heart, <laughs> which is where I feel like they need to be, yes. then you, you've you made it. So yeah. Absolutely. If you find an, a post-acute nurse that's been doing it for five years or more, mm-hmm. oh, you snatch them up and you hold, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you hold them. You protect them with your life because... They, it's so few, they're so few and far between to mm-hmm. come by um, because I feel like everyone, and not taking away from any other sector of a hospital, but with most nurses, what I've found when going to recruiting events at technical schools and colleges, a lot of new nurses, they want the excitement, the mm-hmm. hustle and bustle. They want to work in the emergency department and they want to work on ICU and critical care and it's like... But what about long-term care? Like, right. We need nurses. And they're like, no, it's a nursing home. I don't want to. And I'm like, but no, it, it is challenging. Mm-hmm. It is challenging. And it oftentimes is, man, I'm running, running, running. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of misconception. Uh, unless you've worked in post-acute or mm-hmm. been in that environment for mm-hmm. a period of time, there's so much misconception on what goes on there that it's like, no, sis, come on up. Yeah. Take a look. Like, <laughs> see if you can do a clinical rotation here, because I promise you, it's not nearly as dry and sleepy as what you think that it is. It, not at all. Um, so kudos to the long-term care nurses mm-hmm. and nurses that have been at it. it. It absolutely takes a special type of person. So like I said, when I when I come across a post-acute nurse and they, they put in an application and I see on the resume that they've worked at another um, nursing home or assisted living, mm-hmm. living facility for an extended amount of time, I'm like, oh, come on. I, I immediately call the managers. <laughs> I'm like, hey, we just had this application come in. I want you to review it right now and give them a call now. Yes. Yeah. Because it's it's we don't know when we'll see another one like that. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast or not, but my husband is an LPN, and he went from a factory setting to nursing school. 
Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Complete career change. Um, so when he graduated and he got licensed, I was at senior care. And I said, you're coming with me. <laughs> so for a year, he was there. And I said, if you can manage 20, you can manage six. So um, because, you know, at that point in time, if you were at senior care, you were the lab you were RT, and sometimes you even scheduled appointments depending on the day of the week. So if you can manage all of that and you want to go to the acute side, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you'll have time management skills and you'll have stress management skills yes. by the time, time you leave. And he did. He, you know, Post-acute was not his realm, which was fine. But he learned so much from those nurses. Absolutely. And so if you are a new nursing grad... Just think about that, too, like the experience that you're going to get and the knowledge of like lab draws and, you know, respiratory therapy treatments or breathing treatments, probably not more like respiratory therapy. But on top of your nursing skills, it's a great place to start. Absolutely. I would agree with that comment 100 <laughs> percent, um, especially the whole time management piece. Mm hmm. Because I feel like I even have to do that and I don't even work in a clinical right. setting. And I'm like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, there's not enough hours in the day. I have to do this, this, and this. I do the onboarding, the ADP piece, so the HRIS piece um, of things. I I handle um, the basic level, introductory level of the benefits. Like I'm doing all of these things, and it's like, shoo. When do I pass (laughs) this? Yeah. Yeah. When do I pass it off to someone else? And it's like, no, sis, it's it's you. Yes. (laughs) That's your job. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that working in the long-term care setting will really give nurses a new appreciation um, of, of nursing in general. And, and just from where I stand, I know that I have a greater appreciation for nurses and um, skilled nursing facilities and assisted living facilities. Um, my great-grandfather, uh, he w- was at senior care for a little while. And it was interesting because when I went up there for, like, the first day or the first week that I started, um, Terry Matthews, she actually remembered me. And she Mm -hmm. was like, you're Elaine's granddaughter. So I was raised by my grandparents. And it was my grandmother's father um, that was at senior care. And she was like, oh, my goodness, I remember when you guys used to come up here with your grandma and your great-grandpa was here. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe she remembers me. Yeah. But um, just... Being in that environment has caused me to really have a, a newfound appreciation for the nurses that do that. And, and I'm like, well, if I ever get to the point where, you know, I do have to put my grandparents in a, um, a, a nursing facility, like, I know now what type of nurse I want working, like, exactly. working with my, with my yep. grandfather. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, and that leads to the perfect, our next question. I feel like that's the perfect lead-in story because our next question is, what makes Holzer a great place to work? And I feel like, you know, coming in, like, as an employee where, you know, you have this experience like, oh, I remember you. I feel like that just, like, in my head I was thinking, what makes Holzer a great place to work? Well, there's something because, yeah. you know, that had to make you feel good knowing, like, she remembered you and taking care of your great-grandfather. And, like, that's that's special. It, so. it definitely did make me um, – it gave me a little warm feeling inside because it's like, wow, because my great-grandfather passed away in 2002. And so that's been, it was 20 years ago. Yeah, it's been at least. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness, like the fact that you remembered 
my great grandfather, I mean, think of how many residents that she's taken care of in mm-hmm. the last 20 years. Um, so the fact that she even remembered me or remembered my great grandfather was was crazy. And I think that it honestly speaks volumes to um, the health system that we work in. Um, one of my favorite things about working for Holzer is that um, the connectedness. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a word, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I say spout off words and I'm like, <laughs> is that really a word? <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So um, the feeling of um, being connected to the community. So prior to working here at Holzer, I worked at the atomic plant in Piketon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was driving to work uh, two hours every day, an hour there and an hour back. Oh my gosh. So whenever I decided to apply for this job and took this job, uh, my main reason for coming home was I needed to be home. I needed to be closer to home. Uh, my son was getting ready to start school, and I wanted to be involved in all of those little things that um, that parents witness and experience with having little ones in school. And I knew that working in Piketon, that eventually something was going to have to give. Either I was going to have to move my son to mm-hmm. Piketon and live in Piketon, or I was going to have to come home. And at the time, uh, my twin sister had just recently had a house fire. So there was a lot of things going on that I knew I needed to come home. So when I um, applied for the job and took the job here at Holzer, it kind of like was a feeling of, ah, I'm coming home. And so it was, I, I was pretty excited about that. And then whenever word got out that I was coming to Holzer, um, like there were so many people that like were coming up to me and they're like, we heard you're working for Holzer now. Like, that's awesome. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, oh, wow. Because I know the role that Holzer Health System plays in this community and the Athens community mm-hmm. and the Jackson community. You know, Holzer is a huge supporter of community. So um, working with an employer, being affiliated with an employer that's such a huge supporter of the community and togetherness, um, it, it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's definitely something that I think is absolutely important for an employee from the employee side. Um, I think that if you can align yourself with an employer that has a good reputation within the community and supports the community, um that that's a good feeling. That that's a proud feeling to to, to wear your Holzer badge and yeah. say like I work for Holzer. When you have on that Holzer T-shirt and you're you're out and about in public and people are like, oh, you work for Holzer too. Um, that's happened to me more times than yes. I can imagine. Like I'll, I'll wear I'll have on a Holzer T-shirt and be at Walmart and I'll see a little kid and I'll hear the little kid say, "Mommy, look, she works at the same place that you do." Oh. So just that that recognition for yeah. for kids, I, I think that that's absolutely special. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I think that that's important. I think that as a huge employer of this area, we should have a positive impact and a positive influence on the residents within our community. And I think that that's absolutely what happens here. Um, so I, that's what I really like. I, I love the fact that it's we're, it's a small community, but yet at the same time, it's it's a big enough health system that you can come in and start off working as... I don't know, maybe a nursing aide and then work your way up and eventually be an RN in a completely different department than what you started in. We're that big that mm-hmm. you can really go and do anything that you, you want to do and be. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. I, I think that, that 
that's awesome. Yeah, you're limitless, really, because, you know, it's all about you and how, how much you want to grow, where you want to head in your career. And, yeah, I love that. That's absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. All right, we've got one more question, and that is, what would be your greatest accomplishment? And this could be work-related or not. doesn't have to be, but I know this is a tough one. <laughs> oh, it is tough. Because I feel like, I'm like, I'm only 31. I haven't really, like, done anything big yet, you know? <laughs> um, I would say in my personal life, um, I don't know if I could really call it an accomplishment just yet because my son is still growing. But I would absolutely say... It, in my personal life, it's absolutely my son, Elijah. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that he's like a project that I'm working on to complete or anything, <laughs> but I am just so proud of the little boy that he is and the person that I know that he's going to grow into. Mm-hmm. At only six, he's so much more aware of people and their feelings and things that at six years old, I can guarantee you, I did not care about. <laughs> it never crossed my mind. It, it, it just never phased me. And the fact that he's able to be so in tune with people and their feelings and he's such a, a soft little a kid he's such a soft little teddy bear like you look at him and he's only six but he looks like he's every bit of nine he's really tall and yeah. just husky um and so when you look at him you would think like oh he's a brute but <laughs> no you talk to him and he's just so loving and sweet and it's like oh man I'm just so <laughs> blessed because he I don't know like I mean I I definitely know that I'm a loving mom, but it's like, how did you get to be so sweet and so kind? Um, So for me, and then hearing from his teachers and then other parents, um, when they see me at Rio Elementary and they're like, oh my gosh, your son is so sweet. Like that to me is far more important than any grades or any report card that Elijah mm-hmm. will ever bring home. Right. Oh, absolutely. Because um, if, if he's not a nice person, if he's not a kind person, to me that's a reflection on me and my parenting mm-hmm. and what goes on in our home life. Um, so the fact that he's just so sweet, that that's – Elijah definitely is my biggest – that he's going to be my biggest accomplishment. I'm sure of it. Um. In my work life, I wouldn't really call this an accomplishment either, um, but it definitely probably is the best experience that I've had since working at Holzer. So um, several months ago, we hired um, a guy um, at one of our our, uh, facilities, and um, during his onboarding appointment, I was thinking like, man, this guy is so quiet. He's so shy. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this is, I don't know how this is going to go. Well, a couple weeks ago, I had the opportunity to go up to the facility um, to take care of some paperwork with some random employees. And while I was up there, I had the opportunity to be a fly on the wall and just watch him interact with the other people in his department. And it was a complete 180. He had just blossomed. He was, like, cracking jokes with the other people in his apartment and just come completely out of his shell. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Like, that, to me, just made my week. Just seeing how much he he genuinely 
loves working in that department with his coworkers. And I'm like, see, this is the type of thing that, that makes me proud to work at Holzer. You know, the fact that we can pull people in and, and put them in departments and then just, they just blossom. Mm-hmm. Like they find their niche. And I think that that's, that's what's happened for him. Um, as a matter of fact, I know that's what's happened to him. I had a conversation with his mom um, shortly before that. Like she told me like, man, he's just blossomed and really come, to, come out of his shell. Like he's doing this, he's doing that. And so then whenever I saw him, I was like, wow. Like that that was that was yeah, a good move. That that, and it didn't I mean obviously it wasn't anything that I did. So it was that's why I say it's not really an accomplishment for me. Not because it wasn't anything that I personally did. Um, but just being able to witness that. I think so many times, especially working in human resources, we we hire people and we never really get to see them after they're in the doors and in their department. We never really get to see how they're interacting unless it's unfortunately a negative you know, interaction, we never really see like what happened to this person? (laughs) How did they turn out? So to be able to see that, I was like, man, that made my week. That just absolutely made my week. Yeah. And it really ties into like how job satisfaction can affect other areas of your life. Absolutely. So, I mean, if he's coming out of his shell at work, he's probably also coming out of his shell in his personal life. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I don't know. it, It just... That that definitely was one of my, uh, I'd say one of my top five Holzer moments is just seeing that. And I had yeah. didn't have anything to do with me, but I think it had everything to do with him, the department that he's working with, his coworkers. And I think that also speaks volumes to the, the people that he's working with. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they, they've made him feel comfortable, <clears throat> made him feel like he's part of the team. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm pretty proud of, uh, pretty proud of our departments yes. and post-acute. Yeah, no, I love that. That's awesome. All right, Carol, that's our last question for you. Is there anything else that you wish we might have asked you that you want to share or? Well, no, not really. I don't think. Oh, I, 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 yes, I do. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so sorry. I have to give a shout out to my grandfather. Today is his birthday. He turned 79. Oh, Happy birthday. Yes, yes. He, that, my grandpa, that, my grandparents, uh, they've played a huge role in the person that I am today. Uh, why I have a heart for people. Um, and I, I was going to start off with that. And I just got to talk and see. <laughs> I'm a talker. It happens. I love it's it. My okay, son yeah. gets it on us. Um, and I completely forgot to start off with that. But, yeah, today that, that was going to be part of my about me um, section. Um, and I also forgot about this, too, um, about a couple of the organizations that I'm a part of. Um, and... I think it also ties into uh, my work for Holzer as well, like making connections and, and meeting people. And you really do have to have a heart for people to work in human resources, to work in healthcare at all. Absolutely. But especially working in um, human resources. But um, with the Emancipation Proclamation Celebration, I don't know if you all know this or not, but Gay County is actually home to the longest running um, celebration of the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation. 
I did not know that. Yes. So we were making. You taught me that. That's the reason I'm not saying I didn't know that. (laughs) Carol told me that. (laughs) See, you know, you know some knowledge. Yeah, you have to pass it on. Yes. Um, But yeah, we're home to um, the longest uh, running continuous celebration of the signing of emancipation. Um, This year we celebrate the 161st um, annual celebration in September. so I'm, I'm pretty proud of pretty proud of that, yeah. uh, especially with it being Black History Month. We're actually going to local elementary schools this week. Well, throughout the month, but we're going to start this week, um, and we're going to get to read to little kids. Awesome! Read books. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I yeah. saw on your Facebook page, which this might be a little too personal. Oh no, you're but, good. Um, you were researching um, Black History banners yeah was that in huntington yes it's in huntington yes yes so this is the second year that the city of huntington has has done this and kudos to the city of huntington and mayor steve williams and rashad with the fairfield community uh development center but um last year they started doing um to commemorate black history month they created banners to hang up on the light post throughout downtown huntington how cool um Black historical leaders or figures within the Huntington community, people who have contributed a lot of time, resources, donations um, to bettering their community. And there's their picture, their name, like what they did or what they're known for, and then a QR code so you can read a biography about this person. Um, So they started it last year. And this is the second year that they've done this. And I actually had the privilege to go down and um, attend the um, unveiling of the banners um, last Sunday, two Sundays ago. Um, And so they have over 70 banners um, that they've hung up throughout downtown Huntington. Um, And I'm currently working on my master's degree um, at Marshall University, so I have go heard. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's where my undergrad came from. I always try to get that in. <laughs> Anytime anyone says Marshall University, you hear Sarah go go heard. Absolutely, you have to. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> After I finish my my graduate degree, I'll absolutely be saying the same thing mm-hmm. if I can maintain my sanity long enough. This man, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, doing a full-time grad program and working full-time mm-hmm. but um, I have class down in Huntington um, on Tuesday and Wednesday nights so I've committed to an hour before class each week to go through and read as many banners as I can before class hoping to make it through the whole city of Huntington to see all of these banners before the end of the month um, so I think it's incredibly important that we celebrate um, and commemorate all aspects of American history. Um, so that's what I'm doing um, this month for for Black History Month. And then, that, um, like I said, the Emancipation Committee, the local Emancipation Committee, we're going to go around to, to local schools and, and read books to kids. That's awesome. Which that is, is awesome. Which is crazy because old Carol did not was not a fan of kids <laughs> I was not and then I had a kid and everyone's like how do you say that you're not a fan of kids and I'm like I'm not a fan of kids <laughs> but I have one he's really cool though but now um now I, I they're they're really cool people I uh with the, the other organization that I'm involved with um the Galpolis Rotary Club mm-hmm. they uh back in November did a uh, read across the River Cities with, in partnership with uh, the River Cities United Way, and we um, went to elementary schools locally here and read Charlotte's Web, 
And that was an experience too. Just I've just had so many great experiences since coming to Holzer, um, both professionally and personally, that wouldn't have been possible had I not came to Holzer. So shout out to Holzer. Yes. Um, (laughs) But I had such a blast reading to those third graders at Rio back in November. Um, I would have never guessed that they would have been that interested in hearing us read, but one guy read one chapter, I read the second chapter, and we still had like an hour to kill. And I was like, so do you guys want to hear another chapter? And they're like, yes, yes, we want to know what happens. <laughs> and after I had read the end of the third chapter, they're like, please just read one more. And <laughs> I was so close to just calling Robert Massey and be like, hey, man, I ain't coming in today. <laughs> I, I can read, read this book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, these little kids, like, I mean, because when a third grader asks you to read a, a book, <clears throat> right? you read a book. Exactly. Absolutely. But no, I had a blast um, doing that. So whenever um, the uh, event coordinator for this annual celebration, Alicia Simpkins, when she uh, brought up the idea like, hey, let's let's go read to these these local um, elementary students. Um, like, what do you think? And I was like, absolutely. I had a blast. Mm-hmm. So now all my friends, they crack jokes on me and they're like, Carol, we thought you said you didn't like kids. And I was like, no, <laughs> listen. <laughs> The kids that I read to, they were awesome. And the local kids that we have here, like, they're they're pretty awesome. Yes. They're, yeah. They're pretty cool. So, yeah. yeah. But sorry. I had to throw that in really no, quick. I love no. it. You know, got to look at we're raising those next generation, you know. So, of course, Absolutely. they're going to be awesome. <laughs> yes. I mean, look at who's raising them. Uh-huh. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, Carol. Well, it's been a blast. I'm so glad yes. that you were able to come and Thank talk to you. us and chat with us. And Thank you for inviting yeah. me. Thanks for listening. This has been a Holzer Talk production. We are your co-hosts, Sarah Smith and Sarah Lowry. For more information on services provided by Holzer, please visit www.holzer.org. Or if you're interested in any of our training opportunities, visit hlii.org.